this is John Straza, and this is the Sower Seeds Podcast. And today we're going to continue talking about perfect peace, but I'm going to take a different avenue today. And I'm going to call this perfect peace in all times. And we've already spoken last week that we're living in difficult times. You're seeing terrible things happen on the news. You are seeing unrestrained people burn cities. And there's much more damage going on than it's shown in the news. And the people of God are going to respond one way or another. They're either going to buckle down in fear or have no peace, or they're going to find peace, and they're going to find more deeply their relationship with God. And that's part of what I want to talk about today, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on all the bad that's going on in the world, but you just know what's going on anyway. I don't need to tell you. Last time, so we're calling this perfect peace in all times. And one of the underlying things I would like to say here before I even get going is we changed the image logo on this particular episode to include a child. It's, it's an adorable picture. I hope you can see it in the app that you're, you're listening in. And it's a child with a with Bible on his, on his lap. And he's just laughing because he's just, he knows God's going to take care of him. Children, by their very nature, are trusting. And this is what the Lord wants us to be childlike in faith and believing in what God's word says. That's the underlying thing here. And last time we looked at Isaiah 26 and 3, and that says you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. This is the bottom line of it all, to believe. As believers, we are called to believe. And Proverbs 29 and 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. That's saying that when we don't see a picture of God, when we don't have an understanding of God, people will perish. We see it. Again, we see it in the world today. God is not present in the people's lives who are burning and destroying other people's property. But you have God, and yet the church is in an uneasy place, and they're in a place where they lack joy, they lack peace. Their belief is being shaken. So what do you do with this? Where is this perfect peace to be found? I want to take you over to Philippians. This is kind of a, a recipe. I don't like that word really, but... This is intensely deep. Philippians 4, and many of you know this verse. And Paul was writing this out of jail. So he wasn't necessarily in a happy place. <laughs> but he was in a joyful place. He had peace. And he's talking about it right here in Philippians 4 and 8, which, which says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. And brothers and sisters, I have to say, the last few weeks, not just because of what's going on in the world, even, even in and around here, some of the things we're going through have been some of the most difficult in my lifetime. And it has done nothing but push me to God's presence. 
and to find his joy and to find his peace. And you know where I find it? In his word, in his promises, and in the ability to recognize that I am his child and he knows what's going on and to tell him what we need or what we think or, or say, Lord, we don't even know what we need or what we think. We're depending on you. Show me your what? Truth. The Bible says he sent his truth and healed them. Isaiah says that no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. We see all sorts of trouble. We always will. If you're going to follow the Lord, you're going to see trouble. Jesus said it, in this world, you'll have trouble. And yet, before he was going to walk to his cross, he's telling his disciples to fear not, let not their hearts be troubled. Isn't that something? So it's more than possible. And it's something God wants for you no matter what storm is raging or what fantastic day you're even having. That's why I said uh, perfect peace at all times. So Paul here in Philippians 4 and 8, he's saying, rejoice in the Lord always. See that word always? So that's great times, bad times, up times, down times. And then he repeats it. And I have to say something in the Bible, when something is repeated, it's like last time it says, you know, in Isaiah 26, you will keep him in perfect peace. It said you will keep him in peace, peace, if you remember. He was emphasizing peace, peace. Well, Paul here is doing the same thing. He was saying, and again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. If Paul was saying the Lord is at hand and uh, he's saying he's going to come back soon is what he's saying. If he said that 2,000 years ago, what do you want me to say? It's, this is 2,000 years later. It's all the more at hand. The Lord's coming is, is soon. I don't know when it is. And I don't even know how to interpret the word soon. But things are changing. And you will need to awaken to God more than you ever have. The church, you, me, need to awaken and know God as we have never known him before. It's a wake-up call. It's a glorious wake-up call. It's your father saying, I want you to know me unlike you have ever known me before. And he wants you to rejoice like you have never done before. And he wants you to understand that Proverbs says where there is no vision. He wants you to have very clear vision of him. The Bible says that, that his people are destroyed. And Hosea, it says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. A lack of what knowledge? Of God. He wants you to know him unlike you have ever known him before. This is a wake-up call. And look at verse 6, Philippians 4 and verse 6. This one baffles people. In King James it says, be careful for nothing. But what it means is, don't worry about anything. 
Take thought for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. That's what it means in the literal Greek. Take thought, be anxious for nothing. So here everything's falling apart around you and Paul's saying, don't be anxious about it. Don't worry about anything. In modern day English, it means don't worry about anything. And he means it. But in everything, well, that's interesting. Now he's flipping it and saying, but in everything by what? Prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And look at this, verse 7, and the what? The peace of God, which passes all understanding. And that means exceeds, goes past. It goes beyond what you understand. This peace will be present even if you don't understand everything. That's what that means. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, because now you're looking at God. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. This is so simple. It's just that it's a challenge because we worry and we see things with our natural eyes and we're not seeing in the spiritual as much as we could. This is a call to have vision and knowledge. That's why that, that verse in Proverbs is so important. Without vision, the people perish. You need a vision of God, just like a child has a vision of his own parents. And it's just at rest and at peace. We need to enter into his rest. And that is another whole thing I want to talk about in another time, very soon actually, in another episode, we need to enter into his rest. And in doing so, we have to let go of our own understanding. Don't depend on your own understanding, but ask God to show you how he sees things. And the only way to do that is here in verse 6, be careful, take thought, be anxious for nothing but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. You know, when you spend time, and this is why he starts off by saying rejoice in the Lord, and again I say rejoice. It's so key, so important, that you get in the presence of God and rejoice whether you understand what's going on or not, because you will put yourself in a place in God's hands that will allow him to care for you and open a door. You know, we interrupt God's work in our life by taking things into our own hands. Abraham did that. God promised him and Sarah to have a child, not him and Hagar. And yet, he went off to have a child to try to make God's promise come true with a, a servant in his own home. That wasn't God's plan. God came through. You know, the scripture says God is faithful. You know what that means in modern English? That God never fails. He will always come through for you. He doesn't leave you hanging. Wherever you're at, whatever is hurting, whatever you're concerned about, 
Take that to God in prayer. This is a time for prayer like, <laughs> like unlike any other time. Ministers and, and preachers and, and they're out there, they're, they're yelling at the top of their lungs saying, people of God, wake up and pray. Open your eyes and see God and ask him where he wants you and what he wants you to do. And it's important to say it that way because God's will for your life will be different than somebody else's. Somebody may be called to go do something in particular and you may be called to do something else. But get the mind of God by spending deep quality time with him and in his word. You know what he's saying is, it's so simple. He's saying, spend time with me, get to know me, get to know what I have said in my word so you'll understand more deeply and, and let that get into your heart. Let it bear fruit and walk in it. That's what he's saying. I want a relationship with you. He doesn't want religiousness. He wants a relationship with you. And you'll live a holy life because of it. That'll be a fruit of your relationship with him. And you will be happier than you've ever been. And you'll have more joy and more peace than you've ever had. It's really an awesome thing. So here again, verse 6 in Philippians 4, be careful. Take thought, be anxious for nothing. It means don't worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer. See that? And supplication. That means just to really just dig in deep. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. He wants to hear. He already knows. But this relationship and being in his presence and with him and letting him know, and then you know he's heard you. And it says, and the peace of God, which means you have to let it go, put it in God's hands, whatever it is, family issue, a sickness, your town has fallen apart, your job is a mess, whatever, whatever it is, give that over to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And then he, he says, finally, brothers, whatsoever things are true, that's God's word. And whatsoever things are honest, that's God's word. Whatsoever things are just, that's God's word. Whatsoever things are pure, God's word. Whatsoever things are lovely, and I won't keep saying the same thing over and over, and whatsoever things are of good report. If there's any virtue, if there's any, if there's any praise, think on these things. Brothers and sisters, think about what it is you're thinking about. If you're in toil over the news, if you're in toil over a threat of some sort in your life, you can't be at peace. You have to know you are not a victim. You are a victor. If God be for you, it's in Romans 8, if God be for you, who or what really can be against you? And this is so important. This is why 
you need to spend time in the Word so you can see just who you are. You're a victor. You have all things given to you in Christ. All spiritual blessings. Ephesians talks about this. We were given this amazing victory. Jesus said, fear not, I have overcome the world. I've given you authority over the enemy. You see, you're the victor here. So this is an encouragement to have peace in God. That's where your peace will be found. He said, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, give I unto you, but my peace I give unto you. The peace of the world is not peace, and especially now. There may have been a time where you could go somewhere and just kind of kick back and on some island somewhere and just have some you know, relative peace. And that's not what we're talking about. And pray for your nation that peace will prevail, that this gospel will prevail and that justice and righteousness will prevail. Pray for leaders that will honor God. Pray for leaders that will honor God. And I'm not going to talk too much about that today either. I just feel a restraint at the moment not to go too far into that. But I know that that's what's bothering a lot of people today. It is time to pray for your nation, but you will only be able to really pray if you can pray in peace and have God's word. This is why I'm, I'm aiming at this first. So you can walk in peace no matter what's going on. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. It really goes back to being that simple and having a child like faith in God your Father. You can be totally at rest and totally at peace with the worst things happening. You can and you will have a stillness about you. Jesus was that way. Look at his life and see if he ever got all broken down and upset because something happened. Even when he came back and, and Mary and Martha, if, with their brother Lazarus who had died, Jesus didn't break down. It says he wept, but it wasn't because he was broken down in spirit and discouraged. I think that was just an expression of love for those around him and how broken they were. But when Jesus is around, life is around. You see, that's the one thing about God's word that, that I so wish for you to see, that is, his word is full of life. It's not head knowledge. This gets into you and changes you. This is why you can have peace. This is why the Bible just repeatedly, just thousands of times, it's trust in him. Trust in his word. This is so simple. It would be hard not to see it that way, but it's, it's not easy. We want to do things our way. And I understand that. And God understands that. And that's why this is a journey. That's why this is, this is time needed to grow. But dig in, brothers and sisters, now, more than ever. You're going to need it. Where there's no vision, the people perish. But the opposite is true, too. Where there is vision, 
there's great victory. And that vision is a vision and an understanding of God. I want to close with this, this scripture in Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful, take thought, be anxious for nothing. Worry about nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, that's so important, let your requests be made known to God, your Father, who you can freely come to, boldly come into his presence and tell him these things and worship him. And in doing so, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And finally, brothers and sisters, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. If there's any virtue, if there's any praise, brothers and sisters, think on these things. And you know, in doing so, you will find peace and you will have peace. And you will begin to understand what to do and you will begin to know how to pray more clearly and you will walk in peace and you will be effective in the place where you live. You'll see it. And people will come to you and say, why do you have peace? And you'll be able to tell them and it'll change the world around you. Perfect peace at all times. Thank you for listening today. God bless you. See you on the next episode.